Elementary music teacher friend, you love what you do, but you might feel unappreciated and, in fact, unseen some days. You may even feel like you're on a music teacher island and just want to connect with other music teachers who can relate to both your struggles and wins when it comes to teaching elementary music. I get you and understand completely the feelings you're having. That's why each and every week, the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast will provide you with solo and guest episodes that will help you realize you're not alone in your music teaching journey. Throughout each episode, my goal is for you to be able to walk away with actionable steps and ideas to help you feel like you're ready to take on the new week with whatever challenges may be thrown your way. Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Wouldn't it be so nice to go back to school with the entire first month of school completely planned out? Does it sound too good to be true? Well, it's not, because guess what? On Monday, July 19th through Thursday, July 22nd, we are going to have a workshop called the Back to School Lesson Planning Workshop. This is a completely interactive workshop where we will plan out the entire first month of school together. Yes, every music teacher there will be collaborating and sharing ideas and interacting with each other together. So there's four days and each of those four days, we are going to be planning out a different week of school. So four full weeks. You will receive half of the month one Harmony lesson plan packs for free. And that comes directly from my Harmony membership site. You will get half of the first month of school's lesson plan pack to use for your students and for your planning purposes for free. We'll talk through how to use the lessons, using the resources and materials you already have, and ways to plan effectively for your students. So click on the link in the show notes or head to subscribepage.com forward slash lesson planning workshop to sign up. I am so excited for this and I cannot wait to see you there. Hey friends, I'm so excited to have you back today. Today's episode is going to be about planning out the first month of school. Yes, you heard me right. We are going to talk about how to do it, what to do, all those things in this episode today. And also, I want to invite you to the back to school planning workshop you heard me mention at the very beginning of this episode. And you can go to subscribepage.com forward slash lesson planning workshop, or the link to join will be in the show notes. So what I do want to talk about today, though, is the how-to behind planning for the school year. I've had episodes come out this summer and I'm doing quick tip episodes or recording episodes that are coming right from my Facebook group where I've been doing Facebook Live. So taking episodes from there, not recording, I guess I should say. And summer's a little bit more, you know, low key. And I want these to be quick and digestible episodes. So today's is going to be the same. You're going to leave with some information that you can run with and go and start planning. So some of the episodes I've had come out already were about organizing your lesson plans, how to structure your class time, about classroom management, and today is going to be more about 
planning. I do have other episodes on this podcast. You can scroll back and look about lesson planning, the nitty gritty behind it, some of my favorite resources and all those things. But today is going to be a little bit broader. Um, at that planning workshop I mentioned, we are, it's going to be interactive where you're going to be able to talk to other music teachers about how they plan, what do they use to plan, what resources do they teach from, and all those things. So let's go ahead and get started. The first thing I want you to think about is to decide how you're going to plan. How do you like to plan? This this can go a couple different ways. The first way I want to take it is, do you like to plan during your plan time? Do you like to plan in the mornings? Do you like to plan after school? Are you the type of teacher that likes to plan at nighttime, maybe when you're sitting around and watching Netflix? How When do you like to plan? And on top of that, I want you to think about, do you like to plan by yourself or do you like to plan with other teachers? I know for me personally, I loved to plan during my plan time and I loved to plan alone. With that said though, I would get ideas or ask for support and other lesson ideas from teachers that I got to know when I needed that. But I am an introvert. I've said that before and I think people don't believe me because I have a podcast and because I talk a lot, but I am. I I like to, I just process better and learn better alone, whether I'm learning, teaching, planning, whatever it might be. I like to do it by myself. So you decide though what works for you. That's the first thing I want to say is when you're thinking about planning out the first month of school, and by the way, when you're planning out the first month of school, these ideas I'm going to share, you will take with you throughout the entire school year. It doesn't just stop at month one. These ideas, you got to like kind of think this through when it comes to planning. And then you're going to say, okay, I know I know the how to now I'm going to be able to, it's going to propel me forward into the rest of the months. So step one, decide how you're going to plan. What time of day do you like to plan? And do you do it by yourself? Or would you feel more comfortable doing it with others? The next thing you're going to think about is what is your teaching situation? This will definitely determine what you're going to plan going back to school for the month, first month of school. Whatever the case was last year, maybe you switched the way you were teaching music a hundred different ways. Maybe you started out in person and then you switched to virtual and then you switched to hybrid. Then you were on a cart. Then you were back to in person. Then your students were back home at virtually. I mean, it was crazy. It was a crazy hot mess. You guys all know that. I'm not going to have another episode about COVID. I don't, I don't even like saying that word. It's like, ah, but you have to think back to like, what, what did you plan last year? How did you plan last year? Then I want you to also think about the year before that. Let's go all the way back to 2019. And maybe you're like, I wasn't teaching then. That's okay. That's okay. But for those of you who were teaching in 2019, think back, if you can think back that far, because I know COVID felt like 20 years in one. And what were you, what ways did you plan then? When you were fully in person, how did you plan best? Then let's go back to 2020. How did you plan last year for your various teaching situations? Then you're going to think about going into this coming school year. How are you going to teach music? Maybe you've already been told. Maybe you've heard rumors about what it'll look like for you. Maybe you're just not sure yet. 
But that's the next step is to think about what your teaching situation is going to look like this coming school year. And that'll help you when it comes to making decisions about planning lessons for your students. As you're very well aware, the way you plan for your students for in-person learning does not look the same when they're on a computer screen or when you're rolling a cart down the hallway. So that will definitely determine how you're going to plan. So know your teaching situation is step two. So we've talked about know how you like to plan, when you like to plan, and then know your teaching situation. Next, how long do you see your students and how often? When it comes to planning, this definitely determines how much you'll be planning per class period. If you see your students twice a week, you'll be able to plan a little bit more than a teacher who sees their students once a week for 30 minutes. So you knowing how long you see your students and how often you see them will definitely tie into planning for this coming school year, particularly month one, which is what we're talking about today. The next part to think about is what did work last year? We've talked about, I mean, all year long, not just on my podcast or in my Facebook groups or in my Harmony membership, but we've talked in a lot of different areas online, social media, in person, online, different workshops, wherever it might be about all the negatives around teaching last school year. You all know it. I don't need to repeat it. There were, I even did some episodes during COVID uh, to help propel you forward. But I want you to think about what did work. What did work for insert your teaching situation? Were there new ways of using technology you got to use that you've never really gotten to use before? Were there new ways of connecting with your students and forming relationships? So think about what worked and think about what could you adjust when it comes to planning. Maybe that adjusting has to do with the fact that your teaching situation is shifting back to in-person, like I said. And so things you did plan last school year, you're like, all right, I do need to go back to two years ago to how did I plan? What did I plan for my students when I was fully in person? And you're going to need to adjust your plans again accordingly. So look at what worked last school year and look at what do you need to adjust in order to move forward. So some practical ways to plan. We're going to get into that now. The first thing I want to talk about is to outline the class time and how you'll structure what you do with your students each time they come in. If you know, for example, a fourth grade class or fourth grade classes will come to you from 9.15 to 10 o'clock every day, you'll be seeing a different fourth grade class from that time period, 9.15 to 10. Okay, so you see that on your schedule. You're going to say, all right, I would suggest to you to plan out for every every one of those minutes that you see the kids. I when I did that it helped me tremendously because I was I I was a stickler at first and then I was able to not plan so like intensely, but it helped me to know what am I going to do when they come in to when they leave. Did I follow it by the second or by the minute? No, of course not, but I was kind of like, all right, from 9:15ish to 9:25 ish my students will be doing this sometimes it went to 9 30 sometimes that time slot went to 9 40 sometimes some of the stuff on the schedule didn't happen but i like to have a little bit of an outline of the class time and kind of structuring what i'm doing with my students each time they're coming into the music room so when you're looking at planning for the first month of school the very first thing to do after you think about all your teaching situation how do you like to plan all those things is to look at your schedule and to look at 
month one of school, before you even start looking at your resources and lesson plans, okay, I want you to look at your class period, the class time, and how are you going to outline it? What are you going to do with your students and how are you going to structure the class time? Because that is what's going to inform and help you when it comes to planning out your lessons. Maybe it's a warm up. Maybe you're after the warm up, you're doing some kind of body percussion or vocal warm up. Maybe then you're doing review. You're reviewing an activity or song that the kiddos learned the time before that you saw them. Maybe then you, after you review that song, you're going to add something to that song. Then you're going to maybe add technology. Maybe that's a class period you're doing technology. And then you're going to do some kind of closing activity. Maybe it's exit tickets. Maybe it's popcorn questions. Whatever that looks like for you. There will be structure, but within that structure and class time period breakdown, it's going to look different each time depending on what you do. If you're doing a bunch of things that require cleanup, like instruments or technology, you will factor that into your planning and factor that into the structure of your class time. Now let's move into talking about actual curriculum and teaching resources. This is obviously the biggest part of planning, right? So I want you to think about what curriculum have you used? Maybe you couldn't use a lot of what you've used in the past last year. Maybe you have found some new online curriculum that you've used that you were able to find out about because of, you know, the word I don't like to mention, the pandemic. But maybe you already have some in-person curriculum as well that you really enjoy using. I want you to just kind of go around your classroom when you go back. There's sometimes hidden treasures buried in closets. That's where I found some teaching resources that were just kind of buried in there. Fine. Go look around. What do you already have available to you? Maybe you've never had the opportunity to kind of find that out. So what curriculum and teaching resources do you have available to use that you're already familiar with? What do you have available? Right now, all you're doing is finding it. Find the resources. Find Whether it's online or it's something you can hold in your hand that's a physical thing. And I want you to find what do you have? What do you have? Then look at what's new. You have already or you're going to go to professional development opportunities this summer. A lot, especially the in-person workshops if and when they come back, there are always resources being sold in the lobby that you can walk around and buy and look through. So maybe you're going to be buying some new resources. Maybe you're scouring the interwebs and looking for new resources as we speak. If so, great. So you're going to have your resources you already have available and your curriculum. And then you're going to also look at your new things you have. Okay. So after you've done that, the next step is to, rem uh, you're looking at the resources you have so you know what to pull from. When it comes to month one, what you're going to do is you're going to kind of look through there and you're going to determine what do I want my students to know the first month of school? Name games, get to know you activities, steady beat, look at a curriculum map, whatever curriculum map you follow. And then we've talked about this in previous episodes. So go back and listen. And then you're going to know what you're going to teach month one. Then you're going to be able to find those activities in those resources to use. Remember to not overwhelm your students. It's not about how many resources you use, but about just starting somewhere. Just start somewhere. If you want to use one resource, one online curriculum, one whatever you have, that's fine. 
the main goal is to teach your students music, not to be overwhelmed with keeping up. Because if you're overwhelmed, I promise it's going to overwhelm your students. They don't care how many resources you're pulling from, I promise. Every year, you can add more into what you're doing. Just because you're starting somewhere, maybe you're starting small, doesn't mean you can't add on to that in the next years of teaching. So take time to look through right now, as you're listening to this, tomorrow, whenever it is, take time to look through one resource. Maybe it's overwhelming to look through all the resources you have, new and old, but take the time to look through one resource. Say, I'm going to find these activities for month one of school, specifically looking at week one, two, three, and four. That's your focus right now is to really find what activities, lessons, songs you're going to be doing with your students. That, and then you're going to maybe make a list. Goes back to the lesson planning, um, organizing your lesson plans episode I did. Make a list, have a running list of different topics and songs and activities you can use to teach concepts, concepts and objectives. My words are blurring together. I'm sorry about that. So now what I want you to do is you are going to continue thinking about classroom management because classroom management is not just about rules and procedures. It is about tying in what you want your students to do, having procedures in place, keeping class time moving and connecting with your students. So remembering as you're planning for the first month of school, a big part of the first month of school is forming relationships, is going over procedures, is re reinforcing classroom management. It does not always have to be in a sit down and go over the rules format. It can be interwoven into what you're doing. So while you're looking at these activities that you're planning for the first month of school, particularly let's start with week one, for example, while you're looking at that, be thinking about, okay, how am I going to go over the procedures of this song or activity or lesson with my students as they're learning this activity? How am I going to go over the procedures with them and what my expectations are during this activity? That goes right hand in hand with lesson planning. You can even pencil in the margins or on a Google Doc, type it in in the notes and say, make sure you go over this, this, this. This is what students need to know. And then you're not caught off guard. And I always say over, like overwrite your notes. Like have what I mean by that is write more notes than you think you'll need. Because I, if you're anything like me, if it's not written down, I'll forget. So make so many notes about maybe just phrases you want to say to your students or how you want to introduce this new activity or how are you going to get to know their names or um, there's a new song they're learning. What are you going to say about it? How are you going to introduce it to the kiddos? So have that written so you know how to, like I said, interweave classroom management right into what you're already doing. When you are looking through your resources, you're going to make sure that you, going back to knowing your students, you need to know what is relatable to them. What kind of music are they going to want to want to learn? How are you going to impact them and get their attention from day one to make them excited about coming back to the music room over and over and over again? How are you going to do that? What technology are you going to tie into your plans? This goes back to what I said earlier about if you are tying technology into your lesson plans, maybe you're not doing it every week. Maybe you are doing it every week. But knowing when you're planning for technology, A, your students know what your expe expectations are, and B, you allot time in order for the students to get to the technology they need to start an activity, to finish an activity correctly. 
And then what I want you to do after you're planning, I want you to share with other teachers. Maybe you're in an online community. Maybe you're in my free Facebook group, um, the elementary music teacher community, other Facebook groups, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like to hang out. I want you to just start asking around. You're going to start seeing some back to school posts about how teachers are planning for back to school. So share. How are you planning? Share with other teachers because sharing is caring as we tell our kids. The more you share, the more you're going to get feedback. The more you ask questions, the more you're going to get answers. It is all about community. Even if you're one of those teachers that likes to plan by yourself, still get feedback about your plans and say, hey, I'm planning this. What do you do with this activity? How do you do this with your students? And get ideas like that. You're going to get so many ideas and so much support by just asking others what they do with their students. So after you've planned week one, this is exactly the way you're going to plan two, three, and four, and then all the way tying right into the rest of the school year. You are going to do a great job this school year. I cannot wait to see what this year entails and what it holds for you. And come to that workshop because we touched uh, a little bit about what, what to do, but we're going to actually plan together at the planning workshop. We're going to plan together and you're going to get to talk to other music teachers, just like I just mentioned. When I said share what, uh, what songs and activities you're going to be doing you'll be able to actually do that at this workshop. It's an interactive workshop. So I would love to see you there. And you guys have an amazing week. And I will be back with another episode next week. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there, have an amazing week, and I will see you soon.